Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, January 24th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litters, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today's going to be a big Apple day. Not a big Apple day like New York, but a big Apple day like the company. I'm just going to say it like it is. On the docket, we've got the lowdown on company shifting some iPhone production to India as well as some new details on its mixed reality headset, in addition to other news in the VR sphere with the NBA. I know you're going to like that, Rob. Oh, yeah. But first, let's take a look at what else is going on in tech and business world today. And there is a lot, so let's get crackalacking. All right, first things first, Spotify's pressing pause, you might say. CEO Daniel X said the company is laying off 6% of its staff. X said he's decided to restructure the company to improve its efficiency after its operating expenses outpaced revenue growth by two times in 2022. And he also said something we've been hearing from basically every other one of these big tech CEOs that have done layoffs recently. Uh, he said, like many other leaders, I hope to sustain the strong tailwinds from the pandemic but they weren't really able to. I will say that one thing I'm excited for is Spotify's upcoming annual stream on event in March. X said he's excited to share updates at that event. That'll make it clear 2023 is a year of steady innovation, unlike anything we've seen in recent years from the company. Excited to see what he means there. I mean, do you think he's talking about audiobooks? Audiobooks was, I think, really their big announcement at StreamOn last year. And he might have some interesting updates on that. I hope he does because Spotify's audiobooks offering is still in a very bad spot yeah. right now with the company still basically refusing to accept payments through Apple, which means it's still nearly impossible to buy an audiobook on Spotify on an iPhone, which is not good no, for them. Not a good <laughs> And look. at the same time, Apple has been full steam ahead on their own audiobooks offering. They recently announced AI audiobook narration for authors. I had not heard that. Do you know of an app called Readwise? No. If you read with a Kindle, you can send all of your Kindle highlights to Readwise and it'll like organize them for you. And they just launched an app called Reader. And it's basically like a pocket type app where you can just like save articles for later. Sure. But they have the ability to listen to it. They have this AI capability where you can just like play any article. And I know that it's them that created this because the articles that I'm saving don't have kind of like a listen to option on the actual site. So it's definitely reader that's doing it. Interesting. It's pretty good. It's not like the, and he went to the store. Like the, it's <laughs> yeah. not like the robot narrator that you probably would have expected. It's, it's good. pretty good. So I'm optimistic for Apple. There. Yeah. And speaking of AI, AI narration, yesterday was a big day for AI news. Microsoft expanded its multi-billion dollar investment in chat GPT maker OpenAI, in a memo announcing the move, the company didn't say exactly how much the investment is worth, but Semaphore reported earlier this month that the company was in talks to invest as much as $10 billion in OpenAI. In said memo, Microsoft confirmed it's going to deploy OpenAI's models across its consumer and enterprise products. Uh, it said that OpenAI's innovations have captured imaginations and introduced large-scale AI as a powerful platform that it believes will create transformative impact at the magnitude of the personal computer, the internet and mobile devices, and the cloud. So big statements there. In other news, though, far more important AI news. In today's newsletter, we linked to a collection of $300 or so Italian 
ugly sweaters that are invisible to AI image recognition software. (laughs) This AI thing is really crazy. I feel like I haven't been as interested in it as I should be. I think when I'll get into it is when I can really understand. There's actually an episode of Marketing Against the Grain, shout out Marketing Against the Grain, that's about ways to get chat GPT to work for you. I forget what the title of the episode is, but it's like six or seven ways to delegate to chat GPT. And I need to listen to that. I think that might get me excited about it. For sure. All right. And in other news, Amazon plans to significantly expand its use of payments platform Stripe under a new agreement. The agreement will see Stripe become a strategic payments partner for Amazon across Prime, Audible, Amazon Pay, Buy With Prime, and more in the US, Europe, and Canada. That means it'll be processing a really significant portion of Amazon's total payments volume. But things haven't been all rainbows and butterflies for Stripe. Just to point out, in the last year or so, the company reportedly lowered its internal valuation by 11%, the third reduction it's done in recent times. It also cut 14% of its staff last year, citing pandemic-era overhiring. And moving along, former President Donald Trump reportedly won't re-sign a content exclusivity agreement with his Twitter clone Truth Social, meaning a Twitter comeback for him could be imminent. Also, Mars is ditching its M&M spokes candies due to conservative backlash, accusing the characters of being woke. Maya Rudolph will become the candy spokesperson instead. And Avatar The Way of Water became the sixth movie ever to surpass $2 billion at the box office. All right, JC. So Apple's manufacturing contracts deservedly get a lot of attention. And there's a chance that they could be pushing into a new region. Tell me more about the future of Apple and India. Apple is increasingly moving away from China. And one of the places it's increasingly moving towards is India, not just in terms of manufacturing, but in terms of, you know, another market for Apple to sell its products. So yesterday, India's commerce minister noted that Apple could make 25% of all iPhones globally in his country by 2025. And that's up from five to 7% today. Wow. Interestingly, Apple holds just 5% of India's smartphone market. And last year, for the first time since it started manufacturing iPhones in the country, Apple built the iPhone 14 there, its flagship phone, close to its launch that previously has not happened before. That's wild. This seems like it's absolutely genius. I feel like Apple's older phones have gotten more and more useful and more and more popular. So I feel like there's also a case that moving to India and just getting like more brand recognition and name recognition there could lead to kind of an untapped market. You said they make up only 5% of India's smartphone market. I think if you ever look at price sensitivity data, you know that India has a pretty price sensitive populace. They are not willing to pay premiums for things. Just ask Netflix. Netflix tried to move into India and got absolutely smoked. They had a very, very hard time in India. So why is Apple moving there? What are the kind of factors that are playing into this? Yeah, so doing so could help reduce the price of iPhones in the country. And that could help increase uh, Apple's market share there as a result, which would be great for the company. But the better question to ask probably instead of why India is just why not China? The answer to that is Apple, like much of the tech industry, is looking to diversify away from these Chinese supply chains that are just vulnerable to increasingly intensifying geopolitical risks and a shrinking workforce like we wrote about earlier this week. So interesting stuff with Apple in India. So JC, I feel like for the longest time, VR and AI were kind of like the two 
two letter acronyms that we would hear about as kind of like the technologies of the future. Yeah. AI, as you mentioned, has been getting a lot of shine lately, but you have some VR news that I think is really interesting and could potentially get it a little bit more buzz. So what's going on in the world of VR? Yeah, so we saw a cool announcement yesterday from Meta and the NBA, which is one thing. The announcement is basically that Meta is expanding its partnership with the NBA and the WNBA to offer more than 52 live games in VR on MetaQuest, which is pretty cool. I've never actually watched one of these games. I personally like watching them on TV, but I like what they're doing with this. I like that it exists as a thing. And the company's also saying it's going to launch NBA licensed apparel in its Meta Avatar store in the coming weeks, which... I also think is a cool thing and not just cool, but an important thing because they have to start making money on their metaverse projects. So interesting development there. And like I said, it's going to be a big Apple day. So speaking of Apple, we've got some more details on the company's upcoming $3,000 mixed reality headset courtesy of Bloomberg's Mark Gurman. One of the cooler features is that you'll be able to apparently just look at something to select it and pinch your fingers to activate it, which if true means that the headset will not require external controllers like Meta's does, which is big. Sounds like magic. Sounds like magic, but that's what Apple's about. (laughs) I think aside from just the fact that Apple is Apple, the company gets a huge second mover advantage here. Not a first mover advantage, a second mover advantage because they can look at Meta's VR offerings and see everything that they've done well, everything they don't do well, everything people like about them and people hate about them and improve on all of it. So true. They're usually a second mover, right? They weren't the first cell phone company. They weren't the first computer company. So they have a lot of experience jumping in where other people have made products already and just making them better. Yeah, it's a great point. All right, bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.